My name is Aimee Tuskategi and this is the Players Box Podcast. Ten years ago, when I decided to refuse the opportunity to play at a collegiate level, I really didn't know much about it, neither my parents, and back then, if you decided to go to college, was the end of your career. At least, in my country, those were the rumors. The desire to continue playing professionally was just way heavier, and I wasn't really buying from any of my friends the positive points of attending to college. Now, combine that with lack of information and there you have the reasons behind my decision. I still moved to the US to begin my professional career anyway and throughout the course of my career I started to understand the good things about college. And a couple of years after I started coaching I kind of wanted to be part of the college dynamics. And luckily for me I connected with the right people and got a job in a D1 school as an assistant coach. Now being inside of it it really it's really hard for me to find a good reason about not taking the college path if you're a teenager coming out of high school. It's just the perfect place to grow personally and professionally. All the, experience, all the experiences these kids get to live are simply pure teachers for life. At least that's how I see it now. And if you ask me if I would do it, if I have the chance to make that choice again, I will for sure, no doubt, play for D1 school. Anyway, we went through a rough season this past year. It wasn't all pretty. There were really some tough moments to deal with, especially for the players and some good stuff as well, of course, of which I will always, always remember. I always said um, that this first season was going to be a good measuring tool for me on how to, uh, how a team should be managed, um, how to analyze each player personality and how to balance their academic and athletic duties equally without reaching a burnout. All these events, positive and not so positive, really made me reflect on everything I did or said and what changes need to be made for myself and within the team. One of the things I realized that I think is important to make it a habit, coming from, from the coach's point of view, is Create the environment to get what you want from your athletes, but do not tell them what to do. I cannot stress so much about this. I think it was the biggest mistake I made. And I mean literally, don't tell them what they need to do. Instead, create a situation where they understand what it requires to solve the task at hand by trial and error or logic. Do this either during the time on court or uh, through a conversation, but do not tell them what they should do. Let them come up with the solution by narrowing the path until they see the light at the end of the tunnel and bam, once they get it, they will never forget. Second, um, the need to have a genuine purpose as a team and individually of why we're doing this. The off-court work was never so important. When working with a team, there's so many loose ends to take care of, emotions of a players, um, schedules, individual schedules, chemistry between team, maintaining everyone healthy, motivated, and establishing a purpose-aligned type of culture. I mean, really, no nothing comes 
just out of talent or um, just recruiting great players it is there is a really important job behind um, off the court to be done and and in my opinion this is built off the court it's not built by hitting the ball for three hours every day instead it's important to give a priority to sit down and define all together coaches and player clear realistic goals and exciting goals um, to set a strong purpose what's the legacy we want to live by every day our values define our values and you know the things that no one sees but m matters the most if this aspect is not worked on i think it is quite difficult to move a team forward and third recovery of mind and body i just you know came to the conclusion that is this is simply a non-negotiable in the schedule recovery is way more important at times it's not always a grind sometimes less is more and the body the mind needs to be fresh in order to compete at the best level possible so scheduling every little thing in my opinion makes a great impact from practice hours to days off team dynamics film sessions um, you know the, the social activities uh, etc all those hours are important of course but if they are planned only to fill the plan of the week or the month regardless of the rest factor it's just not very productive i've seen and lived closely you know um, how stressful can be playing on the itf circuit week after week trying to get through every filter with the primary goal of breaking into the top 100 and to be honest, being a student athlete has some similarity to it in some aspects. Just, you know, with a lot more material benefits and human resources behind the athletes, which, yes, for sure it can help to ease some pressure of their students, sorry, of their shoulders, definitely. But student athletes also have a lot in their plates to take care of. And what I've learned this past season is that managing time and guiding people is way more important than teaching them a new skill on the court. It takes patience, empathy and compassion to help players get through their own challenge. Everyone has their own process um, and, and we as coaches, we really need to have perspective and take stuff, you know, take everything uh, as, the, as it should be. Um, despite having a rough first season, I'm kind of grateful, very grateful, because it taught me what should be done and what shouldn't in order to have success. And uh, I'm super excited to face a new season with that experience in my pocket. I was searching on the internet for some vintage content about tennis the other day and I came across this website called Tennis Wimbledon Gallery. It's an independent shop for tennis fans located in the suburb of Wimbledon Park. There's a short walk, from, short walk from the All England Law Tennis Club. So if you happen to be around this time of the year, you know, maybe pass by and give it a look because I think that what they have in the shop is it's, it's really cool. 
if you cannot make it to Wimbledon like me, um, they also ship worldwide. And I'm just sharing all this because I came across with the webpage and I loved it. I love the content and I'm really thinking to buy something from them because uh, they, you know, you can find on the website uh, annuals, art and posters, books, calendars, collectibles, gift, yearbooks, magazines, postcards, towels, sign items like there's a lot of stuff to to um, look at in the website and they're all super interesting and cool and vintage especially you know if you like art you can go and check the art segment that they have and they have a bunch of posters from different grand slams and, and time of the the uh, history in tennis uh, like posters from 1990, uh, magazines from 1943, the, the whole thing, it's, it's really cool. And if you're, you're into, you like, and you're into, you know, collecting this kind of stuff, uh, I think you'll like this website, like I did. Um, and take a look at the magazines and the books, because it's definitely a deluxe item to have in your coffee table. If you're a tennis fan, if you're a tennis coach, a player, former player, uh, whatever you are and, and you like tennis, I, these items will definitely give a another level uh, to your to your coffee table. Um, so yeah, uh, again, I'm just sharing it because I came across with the website and I loved it and, and I'm really thinking to buy something. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to share it. If you like this, you know, give it a look. Because again, they can ship worldwide, and if you happen to be a Wimbledon, just pass by, you know, and see what they have. I think they're open from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. all these days. So, yeah, um, pretty cool website. Tennis Wimbledon Gallery. Go, go, give it a, a look. If you like what you heard today, make sure to subscribe, review, or tell a friend about this podcast. By subscribing, you guarantee that each and every episode gets delivered directly to your phone every Sunday, and you can also follow along on Instagram, which is at the Players Box. And remember, hitting the ball is really the easiest part.